This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The first new moon of 2022 tonight marks Lunar New Year. It's a holiday celebrated by 2 billion people across China, Vietnam, Korea, and the Asian diaspora in the U.S. and beyond. Here in Chicago, celebrations are back in person this year, including parades in Chinatown and on Uptown's Argyle Street. Joining us now to talk about what Lunar New Year means to them and how their communities are planning to celebrate, we've got two great guests. Robert Hoy is president of the United Chinatown Organization. Welcome, Robert. Sasha, thank you for having me on your show. And Van Nguyen is executive director of the Vietnamese Association of Illinois. Hi, Van. Great to have you here. Hi, Sasha. Thank you for having me. Robert, what does Lunar New Year mean to Chinese Americans? It's uh, it's an opportunity to restart your life. What they do, the Chinese tradition is, you clean out everything that is no longer of any use to you in your life, in your property, keep a house clean. You wear new clothes on this uh, auspicious day. Um, You do your haircuts beforehand because otherwise Chinese tradition says if you cut your hair on today, uh, you cut down your good luck. Mm -hmm. The families have special foods that are very symbolic. There's a, a, a typical meal is 12 dishes, and each dish has some kind of symbolic meaning. Uh, dumplings are shaped like gold. The, the Chinese have gold bars. Uh, some of these dumplings uh, are shaped like potstickers. They look like these. They're made in shapes like gold dumplings. There's also dumplings in soups. Uh, some of the soups have this seaweed in there that resembles hair, and that hair is supposed to be uh, uh, good luck, long life, because it's long hair. Right. But so these various traditions that they carry on, one must be get together with your family. Uh, that's a very important thing. Think of it as an American Thanksgiving, how important it is for Americans to be with their loved ones during Thanksgiving. And that's how they treat this Chinese uh, New Year. Uh, most important, get together with the family, yeah. have good food, eat lucky food. Sounds wonderful. Uh, lucky colors. Well, it's also the year of the tiger, Robert. What does the tiger signify? Well, it's for courage, strength. Uh, this is probably one of the luckiest uh, 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 signs to be born under. Uh, you're born leader. That That's one of the, 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 the meanings of this, this tiger. Uh, Americans say king of the jungle is the, the, the lion, but in Chinese... Uh, uh, it's the tiger. Ah, what so, what Chinese year were you born in, Robert? Uh, I'm a rabbit. You're a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the hunted. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us uh, some uh, other family traditions that, that you have. Well, when I grew up, uh, the, the parents would always say, you do everything uh, for good luck. Uh, you make sure you don't say anything negative. You be pleasant. Uh, to all those around you. You be kind to all those around you. Um, uh, and you, you uh, celebrate by passing out red envelopes. Uh, they have, when I was a boy, I remember this, I don't see it that often, but they would arrange tangerines and oranges uh, on a center table, mm-hmm. uh, like a pyramid. Uh, 
And then it would stick these little red envelopes in there, and they pass these out, and there's usually money in there. Maybe not a lot, but it's symbolic to say, hey, this, this is for you. This is your lucky money. So you use this or you save this, and uh, it, it's something that the children really love. Uh, yeah. As a child uh, growing up in Chicago's Chinatown, uh, I remember the days, and I don't know if, if uh, the modern Chinese have or the immigrants have had a chance to see something like this here, but we used to have these firecrackers that would dangle from the second story down from the buildings. Mm, wow. Chinatown. And on the top, there would be this big hexagon, and there would be like a a hundred or a thousand firecrackers in that hexagon. And that one or two story line of fireworks would be quite expensive, but it would be very important to have these fireworks uh, set off to scare away the evil spirits and to bring good luck. Ah, interesting. Chinatown would have so much of that that your feet would be buried in red paper. Wow. So... That's how old Chinatown used to celebrate. They don't do that anymore because the uh, city of Chicago won't allow us to use fireworks anymore. That impacts our culture and our celebration significantly. Well, uh, Vanna, I would love to hear from you here that, you know, as uh, you're listening to, to Robert sort of walk us through some of the, the traditions and the ways in which, you know, Chinese Chicagoans would typically, typically celebrate uh, the new year. Um, I think about the fact that New, Lunar New Year is, is an important holiday across the, the Asian diaspora, right? Yes, that's correct. Um, and how, I think How do Vietnamese Americans celebrate? Yeah, I think what Robert describes is very similar um, to how Vietnamese Americans also celebrate uh, our Lunar New Year. Um, it is the, the biggest celebration for Vietnamese Americans. Um, for us, there is a lot of prepping prior to the day, so a lot of cooking, prepping Pickling is a big thing in, in Vietnamese American cuisine, and so there's a lot of pickling that needs to be done weeks ahead of time. Um, and for the day of, you, you're just sitting around and you're enjoying it with your family. And so that's, you know, all of the work prior to that um, is what is important. Um, cleaning, I think, as Robert said, is also really important to us, uh, sweeping away bad spirits in mm-hmm. order to have a clean house. Um, and I think also just a lot of reflection needs to be done during this time. I think one of the things that, you know, my mom instilled in me was being able to reflect on the past year. Um, the food has the significance, but it's also about recognizing some of our, the blessings that we've had this past year. Um, you know, one of the, the main cuisine in Vietnamese cultures that we eat only on Lunar New Year um, is a rice cake dish. Oh, yes. Um, I've tried this. Uh, really good. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And so it's made with just a little bit of pork, you know, just the shift that, like, you know, we've been blessed enough this year to be able to afford. Um, but most of it is wrapped in cake, um, which are the sort of the two biggest staples of Vietnamese food. Um, and it's to give blessings to the fact that there's been a good harvest this year, you know, that our family has been able to have rice on the table. Um, and this is just something that you eat only for Lunar New Year. Um, and really just to, to remember um, you know, the work that's been done in this past year and to, to foresee what's to come. Um, and the fact that you're able to have that on the first year, first day of the year, a lot for what's to come for the rest of the year, too. Yeah. How long do the celebrations usually last, Vaughn? Um, we usually celebrate, you know, two, three days ahead of time also. Um, so you do it sort of like Lunar New Year's Eve the night before. Um, and then the day of, uh, we'd often go to temple or people will go to their churches. 
And so you celebrate with your community there, too. Um, and the scene is sort of what uh, Robert describes with, like, the firecrackers and there's lion and dragon dances and it's loud, you know, with all the drums playing. Um, and then at night, we usually gather again with our So when I was growing up, I would gather at my grandma's house with all of our extended family. Um, and it would huge gathering with a lot. People would come together to give each other red envelopes and send each other well wishes for the years. Um, yeah, so this is a really nice moment to come together as a family. And, and I would also emphasize that, like, coming together as a family is really important for the Vietnamese American. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are speaking with Robert Hoy of the United Chinatown Organization, as well as Van Huynh of the Vietnamese Association of Illinois. We're discussing Lunar New Year, which begins today. Uh, Robert, the Chinatown Lunar New Year Parade is going to be back in person on February 13th. It was canceled last year because of COVID-19. Tell us what things are looking like right now for residents and the businesses in that neighborhood. Well, the businesses had to adjust significantly for the last two years. Uh, I think this COVID thing kind of reminds me of uh, uh, something like uh, Noah and his ark, right? Uh, this pandemic, uh, worldwide pandemic, has kind of shut everything down. So many of our restaurants had to reinvent themselves. So instead of dining in, they'd be taking things out, Uh so the large restaurants that used to host banquets, they suffered a, a lot. Uh, but the smaller restaurants that can't uh, uh, carry out before, uh, they, they prospered, uh, or I should say, or, or they were impacted as badly as some of the large restaurants. I see. So uh, some of the creative restaurants, what they did is that banquet, uh, uh, that typical Chinese banquet uh in Chinatown here, uh, you can get a, uh, let's say, a 12-course meal for about $180. And they make something like that so you can carry it out. Wow. So, so that would be enough to feed many people, and it would be a nice presentation. So that allowed you to take that banquet instead of in the restaurant back home. I see. Uh, uh, Chinatown Square, what they did is they were able to build outside uh, uh, dining facilities. And that made the appearance of the Chinatown Square uh, more cozy. Um, it was fire to keep warm or heaters to keep warm, uh, plastic screens to, to keep out the, the, the wind. And so overall, some of those indoor dining facilities, they were able to expand because although they couldn't yeah. dine inside, they were dining outside. Well, we're almost out of time. I do want to shift to, to something really important here, Vaughn. You know, according to FBI data, anti-Asian hate crimes, they rose 73 percent last year across the country. So briefly lay out the, the work that you're doing at the Vietnamese Association of Illinois to combat this. Yeah, so um, in the uptown area, the taken a uh, sort of a community approach to addressing the anti-black violence in the area. Um, I think this has made it really difficult for black and Asian communities to live with each other. And so over the summer, you know, when the reports and rises of the, the violence began, we began a mutual aid effort to bring communities together by providing them with the things that, like fresh fruit and other hygiene products, 
Um, but it also served as a way to inter intervene in anti-Asian anti area, um, and also just the racial tension. You know, outside of hate crimes, there was a lot of racial tension that we were seeing in uptown, um, and we were able to just, you know, have sort of the street intervention to have conversations that are black and Vietnamese Americans in the in the area around what was happening, yeah. um, and what you know, in our conversation from Vietnamese Americans in particular was how, you know, we're all neighbors here. And, you know, most of the Vietnamese Americans have lived here since the 70s and 80s. And so I think there were a lot of concerns, but also this yearning to want to bring folks together and to yeah. gap differences and understand each other more. And so those are the types of efforts that we want to engage in for our community. Well, we wish you the best with celebrations this year. Hope everything is safe and, and lots of Fun. That is Van Huynh of the Vietnamese Association of Illinois. Also, Robert Hoy of the United Chinatown Organization. Thanks for talking with us. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.